it's kind of weird to look at your face while we're doing it. I know we're going to laugh the whole time. I'm going to have to hide behind Hide the behind your microphone. Behind That's why I put filter. this up high so that you won't have to look at me the whole like, We should just face. Skype each other even though we're right <laughs> <Even> here. <laughs> should we start? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to None of This is Real. It's a podcast for all things mysterious and weird, and I'm looking at your face, and that's weird. Oh my god, it's crazy. Uh, I'm Doomsday Domini. And I'm Sarah Sinkhole. And we're in the RV again, looking at each other's faces. We're back in the RV. It's the holiday season still. It's the holiday season. Holiday season. Okay, there's going to be a lot of that, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So, pre-apology... Our deepest, insincere apologies. (laughs) We don't mean it. Our Christmas gift to each other is that we are recording together in the RV. Um, happy Christmas. (laughs) Happy birthday, Jeebus. Happy birthday. You know, my, I ate dinner with my family, uncles and aunts and stuff. Oh yeah, I did it too. My uncle said this really nice prayer blessing over the food before we ate, mm-hmm. and he said all this stuff about like Jesus's birthday and be you know g- yep. giving his life and yep. being reborn, all that stuff. And the whole time I was interpreting it into my own language about like the like the light coming back to Your you know solstice a- language. after solstice. I was putting it into solstice language so I could understand and bless my own food in my mind. <laughs> I just went. I just tuned out until the part that was like, "Thank we're thankful we're together as a family." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm pretty thankful for that. I'm I can super I'm get down with that." And then it's funny we blessed the food at my house with just my parents and Jay. Uh, I think the night before that, and my dad said something about happy birthday Jesus and I was like y'all know he was born in the springtime right and they were like yeah we know <laughs> so if I want to be a werewolf then I, uh, spring birthday is March 3rd is that the spring yeah, yeah technically um, well, almost, spring almost. Is, there's a Close spring enough. equinox right that's so that's first, right? later in March yeah. dang it well Jesus I'll never be a werewolf a, I guess Jesus is a werewolf then it's Dude. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news, y'all. Your savior was a werewolf. Or he's a Pisces like us. Oh, interesting. Pick one. Well, uh, my family and I watched Eminotter's Jug Band Christmas because that's what we do every year. <laughs> we have to. It's a requirement. And then one, but somebody has to, one buddy has to cry. It's usually me. One buddy? <laughs> one buddy. That's what I said. Somebody, one buddy has to cry. And if it involves Jim Henson... I have to cry anyway, apparently. Yeah, oh, of course. So, But we know, like, every word to the song, so it's really annoying if you aren't in our family and don't know that we're just going to sing every single song that comes on. <laughs> so that's what we had a Christmas sing-along. Be aware. To Emma Daughter. I found it. Okay, I found the message. Okay. We got a message from our favorite listener, maybe, or our most... Um, Involved listener. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Well, her name is Patricia. We've oh, Patricia. We've never met her in person, but she sends us lots of great and funny messages. And, and I feel your love, Patricia. We feel it. And she wrote, Oh, I have a late December <laughs> birthday and I'm definitely a werewolf. Yes, we know a werewolf. And I said, well, happy birthday. Patricia, will you bite me? Oh my gosh, please bite <laughs> so us. We'll travel to bite you. We can go to wherever you are. We will come to or you wait, for the bite. You bite us. I'm sorry. I said we'll bite you. We won't bite you. I'm, I'm sorry. This got weird. I'm sorry, Patricia. <laughs> it got weird. So um, sorry. She said, as a December werewolf, 
I can tell you that we only eat those who give us just the one present for both birthday and Christmas. Nice. And I said, that's totally justifiable. And she said, well, looks like I'm eating my grandfather now. (laughs) One card saying the present is for both birthday and Christmas. No, Grandpa. Grandpa. You've made a huge mistake. You're getting devoured. Well, you know, that's what happens. Deserve it. You deserve it. There should be at least two presents. At least two. So I would like to wish a very happy birthday to Patricia. (laughs) And only a happy birthday. Happy birthday, sweet Patricia. And please come turn us into werewolves. Well, my friend Jen has a late December birthday, too. And I just sent her a birthday gift. Because I'm better at birthdays than, like, trying to get everybody something all at one time. Yeah. I'm better at like, oh, it's this person's birthday. This like, is just about you. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's well, easier. that's why we don't really give each other presents, the adults, because now all three of us have a kid. All, me and my sisters yeah. all have a kid. So it's more about the kids. And then like Lauren and I will give each other present. I got rainbow sequin Dr. Martens. Oh. Y'all. Dr. Martens. Yes. It's the proper Physician name. Physician Martens. <laughs> Dr. Martens. <laughs> And I was, I yeah, I cried because that's what I do when I'm happy or angry or sad <laughs> or just hungry, maybe. I don't know. I just cry all the time. It's just what I do. I have a lot of feelings in there. And, um, you know, sparkly things. Also, he got them for me because the boots I'm wearing right now, you can see the back of both of my old Doc Martens are just completely wide open, oh. blown out. He's, he's been telling me I need new ones. So. I can't wait to see your sparkly Dr. Oh God, Martens. They're so beautiful. What did I get for Christmas? Oh, a mattress. That's a great present. My parents got us a mattress. That oh, was the best nice. present See, ever. <laughs> I don't want, I, I'm trying to, you know, get yeah. rid of stuff. And um, yeah, I like all my presents to be practical. I got to give people food all the time. That's what I like to do. Just oh, here's a bag of snacks. They gave us coffee too. And I was like, That's thank you. <laughs> Is that what you said when you, thank you. Thank you for the coffee. Oh Lord. It's, <laughs> this one's going to be something else, y'all. Are y'all ready for a lot of that? Okay. We didn't even ask if anything weird oh, happened. Oh, God! Sarah! What? Can I ask you a really personal question? I guess. Has anything weird or mysterious happened to you? Um, hmm. Not, well, I did go to Candle Nights this year. Oh, nice. Which is weird and mysterious that I was able to get tickets, because I've never been able to get tickets before. And I've never been to Huntington. I've been to lots of other places in West Virginia. And I've never been to Huntington. So what's the deal with it? Candle Nights is a winter celebration. Uh, all-inclusive winter celebration by those good, good boys, the McElroy brothers from lots of podcasts, but mostly My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Yeah. Yeah. And so... So they host it? Yes. Awesome. And they do usually three other podcasts, which are involve one of them. They all have podcasts but with their wives. But they host Candle Nights. Yes. Okay. And it was in this... They, did, they moved to a bigger theater so more people could come. And it was the most gorgeous theater I've ever seen. It had twinkly lights on like a blue ceiling... Everything was really ornate and gorgeous and old. I loved it. And the crowd there was amazing. I got, like, a free sticker. Someone was just passing out stickers they had made for candle nights, just giving them to people. Everybody was dressed up or androgynous and beautiful. Everybody was so... I just I felt my heart was full. I want to go with you next year. Let's you would get love tickets it. and go. It's when so did you fun. buy your tickets? Like, right when they went on sale. So okay, tell I'll me. Get you, I'll get you I'll, I'll go next with year. you. I'll okay. drive us and we can have a road trip. Oh, man. And you love Huntington. It's a really cool town. I highly recommend it. It's beautiful. And everybody was so nice. Um, But the weirdest part, the best part, well, I don't know about the best, but the weirdest, was when a straight up, like, Victorian, Dickensian, whatever you want to say, Charles (laughs) Dickensian. Dickensian, that's the word. Thank you. Um, Choir 
came down both aisles and then opened their books and sang a cappella Jimmy Buffett songs. <laughs> Because it was island theme, so I had all my I had all my tropical gear on, and Lauren had a Santa hat that, that's a Hawaiian print that says Maliki 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 Shooty Poot. What is it? <laughs> it says Maliki Maliki Maka. That. So yeah. So I we got, go. And they threw they sang cheeseburger in paradise, and then they threw cheeseburgers into the crowd. Like it was just cry. like I am about to cry. <laughs> it was just like one hilarious and amazing thing after another. I felt like I was with my people. My dorky, beautiful weirdos, all of you that were there, if you're listening. So what what weird thing are you going to tell me about? Okay, should I tell you the funny thing or the dark thing? Mm. You get to choose. Because you know multiple weird things happened. Of course. Um, are they, can you tell me both of them? Are they short enough to tell me both of them? Okay, sure. Have we already talked too much? I'll tell you the funny thing second so that it lightens the mood. Lighten the mood for me. Okay, so the first thing is, you know that I traveled to Chicago last time we recorded. I was preparing to do that. Yes. And then, so on the way back from Chicago, we took a tiny plane. There's a direct flight oh, tiny from planes made me scared. Asheville to O'Hare. Okay. And so um, we took the tiny plane back to Asheville. And do you ever been in a plane and thought like, oh, we're for sure going to die? Yeah, yeah, it was when I was exactly. in a tiny plane from Charleston, mm-hmm. West Virginia to New York City. Yeah, so yeah. I had that moment where oh it God. wasn't just turbulence. It was like, for some reason, the whole plane did like a half roll. Oh it was God. so scary, and it did it both ways. It was like he was overcorrecting. I don't know. I'm not a pilot, but holy shit. I was like, oh, my God, I'm about, what this am I going to do? This is it. I guess I'm going to cling to Jay, and maybe I can try to touch my dog, because Puck was underneath Jay's seat seat in front Aww. of him and I was like we're all going down I'm gonna I'm just gonna hug Jay the whole time I guess <laughs> and then I'm, what else do you do then we didn't die of course you're right in front of me so and my I'm horribly upset <laughs> my my ego kicked in and was like well what would happen if you died how long would it take for this person to find out how long would it take for that person oh to find no out? not the would ego the, the ego was going bananas after that what would people say at my funeral <laughs> With lavish oh. praise upon me, and I can't wait to hear it. Oh, Just so kidding. that so that happened. That was a slightly more depressing thing because I definitely thought about it for a couple of days. Those tiny planes Whew. get you every time. And then the funny thing is that um, I peed in my yard for the first time. Like, in your in your own yard? In my own yard. Oh, okay, I was gonna say not your parents' yard because we've peed in that yard before. I got to pee in my own yard. Oh, well, congratulations! Day. I'm so happy for I you. I had kind of peed out by the corner of the garage while we were renovating because the toilets weren't in. Wait, I'm confused about this phrase you've just used. I kind of peed. <laughs> I didn't pee full on in the yard. I hit kind of hid and like. You peed in your garage? No, at the corner of the garage. <laughs> I peed on the corner right of my house like a dog. <laughs> I did. I, I lifted, lifted my, my leg. leg. <laughs> <laughs> but the other day I was warming up my car and I had already locked up the house and everything and I didn't want to go back in the house. And I was like, man, I got to pee and I have a 30 minute drive. So I just like full on didn't drop have trowel. to hide drop trowel right in the middle of the yard. Nice. I was like, this is so great. No this one's freeing. So you almost died and you peed in your yard. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And then, oh, also, on when we went to O'Hare to leave, I, we were in such a rush to leave um, Chicago that I forgot to let Puck pee in oh, no. my sister-in-law's yard. Oops. So he just stopped in the middle of the busy airport and peed in the... Oh, no! <laughs> peed on the floor! Oh, no! And we couldn't find any bathroom to get paper towels, so Jay... I was like, find something. Yeah. Someone's gonna slip on this. And he brings back Ew. an orange cone and just sticks it in the pee 
And why did, he, why did he get an orange cone? I have no idea. Did you leave a little note that was like, this is dog pee, this not human dog. pee? If that um, makes you feel any better, probably not. We didn't leave a note. But no. I was being silly, and I in, did it and put it on my Instagram stories. Oh, my God. And I put where we were, and it ended up in the O'Hare story. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no. So, well, maybe somebody saw it and went and cleaned it up. So lots of peas and lots of brushes with death. Yeah. That's what happened you know, to me. That's what happens. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Oh, God. I guess we should be saying Happy New Year now because this is going to come out oh, on yeah. New Year's, right? This is going to come out on New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve. So Happy New Year. Oh, my gosh, you guys. It's 2020 in just 2020. a little bit. Or depending on when you listen to this, it could be 2025. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it could be. the future. What's the future like? What's the future like, y'all? Tell us. Tell Email me. us and tell us. <laughs> Oh, um, timelines are overlapping. Timelines. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, y'all. We creepy wish you New a year. creepy New Year, yeah, actually. That's better. That's more appropriate for us anyway. Creepy, creepy New Year. Creepy New Year. I'm going to tell you about what has been called the most haunted road in America. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, y'all. We're going to talk about some haunted roads today. Yep. You're going to tell me about two haunted roads. I have two so little haunted roads. You get three haunted roads. We're getting three haunted roads in this episode. So, please creep me out we're start your new year off right yeah we're out in the rv and the woods are kind of creepy this time of year so i'm ready to get spooked it's spooky out there isn't even it? though it's daytime i'm still scared y'all <laughs> of course you are <laughs> all right so i'm gonna tell you about archer avenue in chicago <gasps> oh snap chicago's so haunted chicago apparently it's very haunted there's suburban moms in the woods and ghosts all over this road so i'm gonna tell you about archer avenue all right, so I'm going to cite my sources to make my Aunt Margaret proud. Um, a Ranker.com article called Archer Avenue is allegedly the most haunted stretch of road in America by Sabrina Ithel. Ithel? Sorry, Sabrina. And um, Virtual Tour of Archer Avenue Sacred Heart Cemetery by Michael Clean on MysteriousHeartland.com. And a Chicago Hauntings article entitled Resurrection Mary, the Queen of Chicago's haunted archer avenue (laughs) so archer avenue was apparently originally an old indian trail that was paved into an actual road in 1830 so it's got lots of history which always makes for spooky stories Mm -hmm. it has four cemeteries on it oh my god just to make the creep factor um just to amp it up a little bit one is called resurrection cemetery and here's a side note this cemetery is home to the world's largest stained glass window. I want to see that. Oh, I do too. Bethania Cemetery, Sacred Heart Cemetery, and Fairmount Willow Hills Memorial Park. It is also home to Redgate Woods, which is a forest preserve that is served as home to the world's first nuclear reactor burial site back during the Manhattan Project. Lovely! It's just getting spookier and spookier. <laughs> so there's radiation and lots of dead bodies. Why isn't there a zombie movie about this? Well, there could be. TM, TM. We're doing it. Don't do it. We're not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a section around the main thoroughfare that, quote unquote, bursts with excess paranormal energy. (laughs) And that is referred to as the Archer Avenue Triangle. So if you're going there, stand back a little bit because it's bursting. I just thought of some really spooky gum. You know, like the gum with those (laughs) little... gum? With those little... Sparklies in it, the, the crystals or the whatever. crystals or whatever. Yeah, 
like bursting with paranormal flavor. Mm, <laughs> delicious. Milk. Clean your teeth with the souls of the dead. Yeah. Or freshen your breath, I guess. Yeah. Freshen your breath with the souls of your freshen dead. Freshen your breath. You know, that's what you do. All right. There's also a place called Monk's Castle, which um, there have been sightings of phantom monks in the woods dressed in brown robes, carrying lanterns and chanting in Latin. Oh, my God. I don't want to hear the chanting. Um, it's actually named St. James of the Sag Church, which is like, are you, is St. James just saggy? I'm confused by Was that. Was he a Sagittarius? Um, that's probably it. He's a saggy Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> it is most notorious for rumors that a group of rambunctious teens, you know, them teens oh, is always I rambunctious. Used to be one. No, I'm, I'm still rambunctious. Were once caught there by the evil monks who tortured them in hideous ways. Oh, God. They go after teenage trespassers, and once they catch them, they will shave their heads so they look like monks. Bummer. And, and I mean, I don't mind. I've done that. You before. don't mind. I would be. Pissed. I look good with a bald head. Um, or they will, and then they will force them to kneel on uncooked rice for hours. Ow! Yeah. You know that I mean, sounds that silly. Sound, but it is very silly if you really think about it. I think Legos would be worse, but uncooked rice would be pretty bad. That's the Legos of the past. That is the Legos of the 18th century. <laughs> Legos rice. of yore. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, so here, here's a little actual history for you. There have never been any monks stationed at that church. Just oh, well, where'd so those spooky monks come from? They migrated. Scary rice. They migrated north for the summer. <laughs> They're halfbackers. Is that what you call them? Snowbirds? Yeah. Okay, let's see. The next location on this road is called Kaiser Hall. According to legend, a young woman was swept off her feet by a handsome, dashing man at one of the hall's dances. Oh, God, was he charming? Get away. If Red he's charming, flag. get him out of here. After hours of dancing with the young man, the woman happened to look down at her partner's feet and screamed at what she saw. Oh! Oh, heavens! Men in the vicinity assumed that the man had made an unwelcome advance on the woman and chased him up to the second floor of the Kaiser, which is like, all right, that's cool. Thanks for having my back. Yeah, that's Turns nice. out he was just a ghost. So once they cornered him, he jumped out of the second-story window, landed with ease on the ground, and walked away. The stranger got away, but in the cement where he landed was the impact of cloven hooves. Oh, gross. So he it was the devil. So she saw his or hooves. Or Pan. Pan? Puck? Pan. Pan? Pan Puck. Aren't they the same? They're the same. similar? Okay. Yeah. They're based on the same thing. Okay. Which is what the devil is based on, because Christianity likes to take your stuff and make it bad, so you don't believe that anymore. That's a, that's a whole other 10,000 episodes. Get on that toadstool! <laughs> I'm hopping off the toadstool, y'all. All right. There's another place called O'Henry's Roadhouse, which sounds like a steakhouse that would be around right now. Yeah. Um, but it was one of Al Capone's speakeasies. Oh, snap. And it was an alcohol-fueled gambling den and brothel <laughs> with a basement used for interrogation and slaughter of enemies. So that's cool. Also, abortions were performed in a small room on the second floor for sex workers. I changed that to sex workers. Yes, thank you. The walls contained hidden compartments to hide gangsters and there were underground tunnels for escape routes. So there's murder and hidden compartments and tunnels. And alcohol-fueled gambling. Yes, that's the worst part. <laughs> One manifestation is the pulverized face of a woman that is sometimes seen in a bathroom mirror. So wow. very Bloody Mary-esque. The same woman once appeared in front of the building's owner and informed him of how much she appreciated the renovations. Um, also sightings include men fleeing through the woods, corpses being carried off, and the sound of gunshots and screams. Oh my god. 
Some visitors claimed to feel as though they were being intently watched by something just beyond the trees. It's probably those rambunctious teens. So was it, is it still a restaurant you can go to? Mm, you can go there, but I'm not sure it's still a restaurant. There's also Maple Lake, which has a bright red ghost light that moves slowly along the north shore of the lake. The source of the orb has no definitive explanation, but... Some people claim that it is the lantern of an early settler killed by Indians who's searching for his lost head. Others say it's the opposite. It's the ghost of a beheaded Native American who's also looking for their head. Um, some also believe it is the specter of, of one of Al Capone's victims. So someone is out there looking for their head. Somebody's looking for their head. Um, in the Redgate Woods is where I said the um, all the radiation is. Oh. Fun. And people have claimed that there has been a satanic cult that performs dark rites and chases off anyone who dares approach their ritual clearing. If you hear any noises, it's me scratching a lot because I didn't take my allergy medicine and I got hives. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, so hikers tell tales of finding strange red symbols painted on trees and an altar of logs and stones. It's obviously very close to forest cemeteries, so that might be the reason that so many cults love it. Um, also, local radio shows have sent people into the woods on Halloween night to antagonize the Satan worshippers, because that sounds like something oh you should God, do. Oh, my God, don't do that, y'all. Leave them alone. Don't. Four out of five cults agree this is the best place for <laughs> to sacrifice. Get, to get radiation poisoning. Oh hmm, let's see. Bethania Cemetery. Motorists have spotted an elderly man in a red flannel shirt walking the grounds. He has a rake in his hand and is burning a large pile of leaves, which is like, don't you think that's just the caretaker doing its job? It's just a dude burning leaves, y'all. He has a friendly smile. That sounds great. Yeah. So, but if you look too closely, he disappears. Oh, okay. He's just an old curmudgeon. He doesn't want to be bothered. I wish I could do that. You look at me too hard oh and I disappear. God. Poof. A lot Goodbye. of people listening right now wish that was their don't superpower. Don't stare. There's another man that is covered in blood that will leap out from the cemetery into the roadway, frantically waving a flashlight. <laughs> frantically. frantically flashing a flashlight as if they're flagging down help. Cars that stop to assist the man uh, report that he returns back down the embankment towards the cemetery fence before vanishing. One driver said he was driven off the road by a blood-soaked ghost when blinded by his flashlight. Oh, my God. There again, I'm like, what if it's just someone who legitimately needed help and your ass thought it was a ghost you just drove away? Come on. Let's see. Another, the other cemetery. They're all spooky. Fairmount Willow Hills. I can't talk. Fairmount Willow Hills Memorial Park um, <laughs> contains shadowy figures sloping across the park's hills, one of which may have been the ghost of a woman who was found brutally murdered on the cemetery grounds. There's also a phantom face. That peeks out at you from the window in the clock tower, which that's that all kinds cute. of... I don't know. Window <laughs> in a clock tower makes me feel spooked. Just peeking out at you. Oh, hey, what you, what you guys doing down here? You got any of that haunted gum? <laughs> it's bursting with flavor. Um, there's also bizarre harpsichord music coming out of a mausoleum. Oh, my God. That's mm -hmm. the scariest thing you've said yet. Yes, because it's especially creepy because that mausoleum is completely filled with concrete. There's, there's nothing in there that would be able to make that sound. Harpsichord music. Mm -hmm. Bizarre harpsichord music. Bizarre it's harpsichord bizarre. music. Which, I mean, isn't all harpsichord Coming music kind out of bizarre? of a mausoleum. Not a fan. Yeah. My God. It was destroyed by a fire in 2003, and some say you can still hear the haunting melody. <laughs> I want to learn to play the harpsichord now. 
Oh, please don't. I'm never coming to <laughs> your house. And there's a drive-in called the Why Not Drive-In, which a ghost named Debbie is said to have parked her 1965 Ford Fairlane in the lot of this restaurant and waiting for an interested man to pull up next to her. And he, she said, he said, he tells her to follow her, and she will escort him out onto the town that evening. The unsuspecting gentleman is then led on a dangerous tr- chase, trying in vain to keep up with the taillights. Uh, to this day, it is unknown if anyone has ever caught up with Debbie. Oh man, I thought you were gonna say that Debbie like showed him a good time and took him to a couple different bars and like she might have. It's just no one's ever told that part of the story. And then she goes to the bathroom and never comes back. And she like, literally ghosts you. She ghosts you. Yeah. You oh. got ghosted by a ghost. I would do that. I would sign up for if you that. If you were a like, ghost? Oh. No, I would want Debbie to take me out take on the me town. Take me out on the town, Debbie. And then leave me stranded at a restaurant. <laughs> okay, just a couple more stories here. There's a phantom horse-drawn hearse that drives up and down the oh, road. Oh, my so That's cool. Some believe it is the hearse that Resurrection Mary's parents used to transport her coffin, or a carriage described in an 1897 sighting that happened at St. James of the Saggy Sagittarius. <laughs> so, um, I'll tell you a little bit about Resurrection Mary, and then I'll save the last one, the best one for last. Okay. I did a whole bunch of research about Resurrection Mary so, that I cut out, obviously, so... So that'll be a separate episode. We're going to do a whole new one. So Resurrection Mary has reportedly haunted Archer Avenue between the Resurrection Cemetery and O'Henry Ballroom since the 30s. Origin stories uh, about Mary say that she was a young, blonde, pale girl dressed in a white party dress. And after dancing the night away, she left the ballroom in a huff after she had a fight with her date. Mm-hmm. Tired and angry, she may have been struck by a vehicle and killed while walking down the pitch black wooded stretch of Archer Avenue. What makes her unique from other hitchhiker tales is that witnesses claim when she, when she's offered a ride, she accepts the ride and then directs them up the Archer Avenue towards the cemetery and then disappears when they reach the cemetery. Ooh. Oh, this is the spookiest part. On August 10th, 1976, a passerby noticed a girl grasping the bars of the cemetery and fearing she was locked in, alerted the justice police. When they arrived, they combed the cemetery but found no one. They did, however, find the rails of the fence built at sh- bent at sharp angles with two blackened scorch marks indicating where they had been pulled apart. <gasps> they were in the shape of handprints and appeared to have the texture of human skin. No! no. But it was the 70s, which, like we said, everyone was... Drugs, Everybody so. was doing stuff. Even the werewolf werewolves were high. Oh yeah. All right. So this last little bit is about the gray-haired baby. Oh. Which my. I don't mean like I just say that and you're spooked. Okay. Like, That's enough. I don't even have to tell you what it Podcast is. Podcast over. Good night. Um, it is a feral man. So it's not a baby. Oh it's a no! Man. This is getting worse. It's a feral <laughs> dude. Um, some say a werewolf who stalks the woods and horse trails. According to Richard Crow, the legend began in the 1950s when a man and his wife were killed in a car accident near the Sacred Heart Cemetery. Their baby was thrown from the vehicle Aww. and somehow survived <gasps> in the forest preserve, feeding off the local wildlife. So what? I'm just picturing a baby just chowing down Fending on a for squirrel. Like what? Okay. Holy shit. So apparently on moonlit nights... Um, you can catch a glimpse of a hairy creature in the headlights. And equestrians riding the nearby trails have reported their horses would be spooked by something unseen. 
There's another version that states a woman named Terry told Richard Crow in the 70s, locals believe that a werewolf was buried in Sacred Heart Cemetery. It came, that came from a small, nondescript stone in the corner of the graveyard that appeared to be set apart from the others. The fence near this grave had been dramatically bent downward. And that is where the werewolf would come in and out of the fence. So. Whoa, Just br- full circle. Full New circle Year's werewolf. What do you think? Is any of that real? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, at least some of it's real. I have heard the Resurrection Mary before that story. And yeah, I think she's real. I think there's something... We should go up there. We should go investigate. We'll, we'll go drive up and down on yes. a moonlit night. I will. I'll, that I'll do. I will freak out the whole time, but I'll do it. And I'll drive. Okay, you drive. Yeah. And what else? Oh my gosh. I know that was a lot. That was so much. Uh, a lot of little. I think it's, tidbits. it sounds like a, a spot where there's just a lot of energy that it's bursting it's with paranormal energy. Bursting with paranormal flavor. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> There's a lot of cemeteries. A lot of people have, like, been laying to rest there. And it has a lot of history, like you said, the original road that was paved over. And I think some of that spooky stuff does happen. And some of it's obviously, obviously, it's two, it was two, um, two moonshiners. To keep people away. To keep people away. (laughs) From O'Henry's ballroom. Yes. Or Roadhouse. That was was the Roadhouse. (laughs) They were making moonshine in the Roadhouse You know they were. It was the 20s. Absolutely. Wait, when did Prohibition start? God, I don't know. Oh, no. I'm bad at this game. Sorry. Okay. It It was around that time that it started or ended or was happening. Yeah. I know history so good. That whole story, though, I was thinking about it and I was like, I've always thought when I pass away... In an airplane accident. Just kidding. Oh, God. Um, that I want people to celebrate at my funeral and, like, have a good time and play music and dance around and be really lighthearted. But now I'm like, what if I just had the spookiest funeral ever and there was harpsichord music? Oh, and, God. Like, I'm not coming. And then you said um, you said a horse-drawn hearse. Like, yeah. how creepy. <laughs> that would be the only way you could participate in anything like that is if you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be too scared. That's true. You'll be a ghost and you'll still be scared. Oh my god, this I'm is scared so of crazy. myself. <laughs> I had a friend of I don't know if I've ever told you this. Um one friend said he when he died he wanted to be put in a giant cooler full of ice with, and everyone had to come up and get a beer from the cooler oh and drink god. it. And then another friend of mine said she wanted to be hinged and shellacked and danced around like a puppet and I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, no, I'm never coming to your I funeral." I would not be a I just want to be like just throw me out into the woods, either cremate me or throw me out into the woods and then everybody sit around and talk about all the dumb shit I did and laugh at me. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I don't want anybody telling... Don't be. Don't make me out to be something I ain't, y'all. I'm a human being. I want to really... Dumb shit. I want a really ridiculous funeral. I want to be cremated or something and thrown out in the woods. Same, but... Or one of those mushroom suits. Ooh, yeah. But I want people to, like... I, I want the horse-drawn hearse, for sure, down well, a creepy okay. road. Taking notes. And then I do want people to play music and dance and have a good time and smoke weed. Harpsichord and weed please smoke grass at my funeral (laughs) y'all oh goodness okay well i'm gonna tell you about a couple of haunted roads 
because there was one that I found that I really liked the legend behind it because it's so tropey and just oh, like yeah. very <laughs> horror movie-esque. But it's really, really short. There's not a lot of info. So then you get a second one. A bonus road. A bonus road. So I didn't fully cite one of my sources. I only have the website. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Aunt Mar Aunt Margie? Aunt Marjorie? Margaret? Margie. Margarine. Aunt Margarine. Aunt Margarine. I love my butter substitute, Aunt. Oh, my God. Margie. Yeah, Margie works. That's what I'm sorry, Margie. I only have part of a source. Oh, but She's hanging her head um, in shame right now. You need to take a few points off of my final grade. <laughs> okay. Um, only in your state... Com, an article called Don't Drive Down These Seven Haunted Roads in North Carolina or You'll Regret It by Emery Rakestraw. I'm going to do it. Just cool. Just, just <laughs> told me not to. Here I go. Bye. And then the Carolina's Unknown Facebook page. I've been to that Facebook page. And then, oh, wait, maybe this is it right here. It's called Only in Your State Again. Same website, but then, oh, no, here it is. I've got the source right in front of me. You get your points back. It's wonderful. Just for you, Aunt Margie. Um... NorthCarolinaGhost.com called the... Ooh, I don't want to tell you what the article's called yet, because okay. then you'll know. But I'll tell you later. Okay. Slide it later. I don't want you to know what I'm going to do. So, the first road I'm going to tell you about, and these are both in North Carolina, so oh, we can goody. go to these places road pretty trip. easily. Roads trip. Roads trip. Haunted roads trip. <laughs> well, that sounds like roads strip, like we're just going to strip in the middle of the road. I Which will! Which we probably will, would do anyway. <laughs> Or all in addition to, we're gonna go to a haunted road and take all our clothes <laughs> off, and then the ghosts will be scared of us. The ghosts will be like, they were very inappropriate, and we just went back into our hidey holes. <laughs> we decided to cross over because I don't need to see that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about Old Tram Road in Whiteville, which sounds like Old Town Road, it but does. it's Old Tram I'm Road. I'm gonna take my ghost to the Old Tram Road. Stop. No, please. No, I'm done. Continue forever. I could probably sing that entire... I mean, I know all the words because my son is obsessed. It's not really appropriate for children either, You could do way. a parody right now. I'll, I'll sing it. No, 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 okay. no, no. All right. I won't do that to you. I did learn, however, that you can sing Deck the Halls to the tune of War Pigs and vice versa. Whoa. Which we immediately did upon learning that. You immediately need to tell that to Snefney when she gets here. I will tell Snefney. Okay. We'll sing it all together. It'll be our Christmas sing-along. We'll go caroling. <laughs> oh, God. We sing War Pigs lyrics to Deck the Halls tune. I have to show you. Maybe I can post this on our Facebook page. Um, if I remember. Someone mashed up All I Want for Christmas is You, the Mariah Carey song, with The Beautiful People. Oh, no. It's so I have good. To I have to hear it. It's perfect. Everybody look it up. I'll try to remember to repost it. Anyway, Whiteville, North Carolina, Old Tram Road. It's oh, haunted. Here we go. Let's go. Now, Old Tram Road has a couple of legends associated with it. And the first one, and the one that I most want to tell you, is the story of the Heartbeat Bridge. Ooh. Which is as gruesome as it sounds mm -hmm. because the bridge is on a dirt road just off of Old Tram Road. Did you hear that? I did hear that. There's a cat there's a cat fight in the yard. The cats don't like it. <laughs> Not Old Tram Road. <laughs> okay. The legend goes that a jealous husband once cut out his wife's heart Holy shit. and That's... threw it. Okay. Into a stream by the bridge across from their house. Fuck that guy forever. Yes, seriously. Each time he revisited the bridge, he would hear the heartbeat. And it drove him to madness. <gasps> and he jumped off the bridge, ending his life. Now to this day, 
If you listen closely, you can still hear the heartbeat if you stand on the bridge. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do it with a straight face. That's all the info I have about that, because everything was just basically retelling that. Yeah. Or there was this YouTuber who... Gotta love a YouTuber. Oh, my God. He told that legend because he was going to go out to Old Tram Road and see if he could hear the heartbeat. Yeah. And before, you know, he's sitting in his teenager bedroom like, okay, this guy's going to Hey, guys. Like and subscribe or whatever. And then he told the legend as some bullies what? took a nerd from the school out to the bridge and took their heart out. And I'm oh, like, that's not how that's a legend not, goes. That's not even the right story, teenage boy. The bullies and the nerd. He he made it the high school version. Of course. <laughs> high school musical. I guess that is um, more more uh, in line with your life as a teenager as opposed yeah. to d- horrible domestic violence. Yeah, you get that. That's right. I laughed while I said that. That's not funny. It's but not funny at all. Sometimes we laugh because we have to <laughs> and let the nervous energy out. It's all. It's just life is awful. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. That is not the only spooky tale, however, from Old Tram Road. While traveling this road, some claim to have seen what appeared to be taillights in the distance. The taillights then would disappear, and behind them, headlights would show up. (gasps) What? There's other cars on the road. I wouldn't think it was a spooky thing. I would just immediately be like, well... I'm getting jumped by a bunch of Whiteville citizens. Or pulled over, maybe. Yeah, or stalked. But the headlights would show up, and then people will realize that the car is translucent, and there is no driver present. What? A ghost car? A ghost car! We'll chase you! It'll chase you to the end of the road where a church stands, and then the lights just disappear. (gasps) Okay. And one last thing, others say there is a light that appears to come out of the swamp and follow people. Ew. The creepy swamp That's light. That's swamp gas. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? That's one of the UFO explanations or the swamp or, gas. Um, I don't believe it. Well, this is down almost near the border of South Carolina, but way east. So there's probably a swamp there. There's then. definitely swamps down there. Yeah, there's a place called the Great Dismal Swamp. Oh my god! Which it's in. I think it's in North Carolina. Let's go. I want to go there so bad, <laughs> just because it's like the most. It reminds me of um, Princess Bride or something. Oh yeah, it does sound like the Princess Bride. So okay, so that's Whiteville. That's haunted that's Old Tram Road. Old Tram Road. Now the second um, thing that I'm going to tell you about is right near me, Ooh. and we can go walk around there whenever you visit. Okay. It's right downtown. It's Chicken Alley in Asheville. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. <laughs> I have, but it still made me laugh. I'm a spewed booch all over the microphone. So now I can tell you my other source. Um, it was... Also, it's from uh, NorthCarolinaGhost.com called The Ghost of Chicken Alley by an unknown author. A ghost. A ghost a wrote this article. A ghost chicken. Well, okay. Well, this doesn't have a author listed. It's the ghost of Colonel Sanders. You can look it up on NC, yeah, NorthCarolinaGhost.com. So anyway, he's Chicken Alley. And if you've ridden around downtown Asheville, you've seen it. There's a big mural um, in an alley that's like two black and white, a chicken and a rooster. And there's like really bright blue behind it. That sounds pretty. There's like a woman. It's like a really colorful mural, but Mm -hmm. the chickens are black and white. Some people claim that Asheville is home to the most haunted street in North Carolina. So they say Chicken Alley is the most haunted. Okay. We have to go to all of them. I guess we'll find out. And see. Chicken Alley is a small, narrow walkway 
i.e. an alley. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for defining alley for everyone. It's on Lexington Avenue just before you get to Woodfin Street. If you're an Asheville local, you can... You already know where it is. Um, Probably. Chickens used to congregate here in the city's early days. Hence the name. That makes sense. And today, like I said, there's a huge mural. And the mural is by a local artist named Molly Musk. You should go look at it. Even if you don't see a ghost, you'll see a cool mural. Hey, it's probably better than seeing a ghost. Yeah, I'd rather see the pretty mural. Just show me the pretty colors. I I just want to see the art. I don't want to look at spooky things. But this ghost doesn't sound that scary. I'd be okay seeing this ghost because here's the legend. At the end of the 19th century, Dr. Jamie Smith was a prominent physician in Asheville. Asheville. That's that's how I say it, Asheville. Asheville, Mm -hmm. who was known for his odd attire. He frequently wore a wide-brimmed black fedora and a long duster-style coat, and he also um, carried his medicine bag and a cane with a silver pommel on the top. Oh, my. What a dapper gentleman. And I wrote, he sounds stylish, and I want to go thrifting with him. (laughs) Uh, He was not only known for his fashion sense... He was known to get a little rowdy when drinking. Oh, my goodness. Don't we all, though? Dr. Jamie liked to party. Judgment-free zone here, Dr. Jamie. I mean, you're doing all that doctoring. You gotta let loose somehow. In, like, the late 1800s. It's gotta be stressful. disturbing doctoring you're doing also. It's not real. (laughs) (laughs) It's not real doctoring. You need a drink after all that. All that fake doctoring. You're in an alley with all these chickens. I mean... Giving people morphine all day for everything. (laughs) So... He liked to party. And during those days, Asheville was, Asheville was somewhat more of a dangerous and rough area um, because men working in the nearby logging industry would come into town on the weekends for a good drink and a good time. And they brought with them their toxic masculinity, of course. Yay! So a little that sounds so fun. Um, I wrote, God, my writing is <laughs> spectacularly <laughs> awful. <laughs> Um, rumors and STIs started to spread. Oh, uh. <laughs> so people said that many of Dr. Jamie Smith's clients were also sexual partners that he treated for social diseases mm. that he had passed on that to he them. He gave them. This, oh, he's got a racket going. Yeah. Oh, I see. He's, oh, I see Dr. Jamie. He's fun loving and he's just keeping himself in business. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's, that is. Uh, Quite so a scheme. That's just that guy's reputation. So he doesn't sound that scary. He just sounds like, um, again, like kind of like a Sagittarius. Like a fuckboy. No offense. Sag- I love Sagittarians. Okay, anyway. Oh, my goodness. So everyone that's a Sagittarius is going to stop listening oh now. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, y'all. Um, well, I think you're just your own person no matter when you were born. So That's true. Um, I do, too. I know you do. I'm just saying, like... I also like to generalize and make keep, fun of people. Can, <laughs> I never do that. I never do that. <laughs> Don't. Okay. In 1902, the good times ended, as they always do. Mm -hmm. That rhymed. When Dr. Smith entered Broadway's Tavern in Chicken Alley, he walked into a vicious bar brawl. That was kind of dumb, Doc. Yeah, maybe he thought he could make some more money. Well, um, he was trying to break up the fight, supposedly. And he was stabbed in the heart and died instantly. Oh, God. Yeah, that would do it. And a year after the stabbing, Broadway's tavern burned to the ground. So this place was really not having a good time. No. Um, Dr. Smith's killer was never found. So for the past over 100 years, what was that? I do not know. Oh my God. Dr. Smith is under the <laughs> RV. Dr. Smith! 
tapping on with his cane. With his cane! Oh, stop! He's like, stop spreading rumors about me and my wiener. <laughs> what, if, what if he's under the RV right it's now? It's too far away to travel. I don't know. Oh, Lord. Now, um, now she's scared. Okay. So, over 100 years later, people who live... In Chicken Alley, which I didn't know people lived in Chicken Alley. Maybe there's apartments there? I want to live there. There's definitely businesses there. Where do you live? Chicken Alley. Okay. (laughs) You're really cool. I haven't walked down Chicken Alley yet, and I've been there a year and a half, so that's my bad. You're going to have to take someone with you. Don't go by yourself. I'll go. You have to come up. I'll go. I'll go with you. So people who are just passing through also have reported witnessing a man lurking late at night in the alley and people believe that they are seeing Dr. Jamie Smith because the figure appears to be wearing a long coat and a wide brim fedora and they can hear the tapping of a cane <gasps> on the pavement or underneath the RV <laughs> okay I was gonna like wait we're gonna be quiet for a little while and make people go oh my god what happened to him <laughs> okay I can edit it that way <laughs> okay no, we're still here. Just kidding. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, so what's, uh, what do you think? Is any of that real? Um, let's see. Domestic violence is real, sadly. And bullying, teen bullying is real. I don't know. I guess we have to go and find out. I mean, we're going to have to. We got to go to a bridge and listen for a heartbeat. And then a ghost car. And then got to go to the mountains. And that'll be quite a road trip. And then... Go down Chicken Alley. Well, I imagine you'll probably come visit me it's anyway. It's morphine some from the doctor. Uh huh. So we'll just go to Chicken Alley. Sounds it's good. It's like ten minutes from my house. Sounds we'll just good. Go. Well, if we ever get to Whiteville, then we will go find that bridge. We gotta go on a tour. Tour of the vuls. <laughs> the vulture. <laughs> the vulture. The turkey buzzard. Oh, oh, full circle square. Okay. Every time we're so good because we plan it like that. Oh my God, Sarah. What? I forgot the magic eight ball. Oh no! We're gonna have to use the fucking internet eight ball. I'm sorry. It's I don't not trust accurate. the internet eight ball, Can but I'll else? take it. No, it's okay. fine. I'm just being silly. All right, internet eight ball, magic eight ball. Oh magic! Oh magic eight ball. Internet eight ball. You mysterious oracle. Please use the wisdom of the world wide web. I think that's different than the internet. Really? Is it? WWW things. I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass. Okay. Anyway. Per huge. Okay, what do you want me to ask the magic internet eight ball? Okay, a magic internet eight ball. Is there a feral werewolf in Chicago? Is there a feral... And will it bite me? <laughs> if I ask nicely. Chicago. Okay, is there a feral werewolf in Chicago? I've typed in the answer. Contacting Oracle. <laughs> ask again later. Oh, come on. This is... The- this is what we get for using the internet. What if I make it more specific and say on Archer, Archer Avenue? Avenue. Oh, maybe the feral werewolf has thrown it off because I think most werewolves are probably feral. Oh. A feral man-child? Man-child. There's <laughs> Update, definitely some man Updated a few of those. Ah-cha-cha. Yeah, me too. Sorry, that was really bad. Is there a feral man-child on Archer <laughs> Avenue? Contacting Oracle. Asking it later. Um, y'all, it's not going to give Look, us an answer. Look, if y'all are at home also asking questions, it's probably it's just overloaded. Everyone's, like, asking questions about 2020. That's what oh, they're doing. What they is my future? Be. Oh, magic eight Maybe ball of the internet. Maybe if I a different question. Um, was Dr. Jamie Smith 
a a, a fuckboy. Fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know the answer. All right, contacting Oracle. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's taking its time. Oh, it's thinking real hard on this one. It's going to crash. It is decidedly so. Ah, ha, ha. Oh. Ah! That was me knocking. That didn't sound like a cane at all. That was terrible. The first one really did sound like metal hitting metal. It did. I think it was this thing, maybe. There is a really old um, lantern in that box. Oh, no. I wonder if there's any fuel in it. Oh, shit balls. <laughs> we'll, we'll check that right now. Um, we might catch on fire, but if not, then see you next week. <laughs> okay. In the meantime, please email us with your weird, weird stories. Have you ever been to Chicken Alley or Old Tram Road or Archer Avenue? Yeah. Have you ever seen a ghost or a ghost car or a ghost chicken? Or caught in an STD from a ghost. Oh, my gosh. We really want to hear about that. Yeah, please tell us. Um, none of this is real podcast at gmail.com or you can't let into our DMs. Uh, uh. Um, yeah, you can send us a, a clip of your beautiful voice telling us what is real to you. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? What does your fart smell like? I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. We, I mean, I guess you can tell us. You can tell us whatever you want. We love you. Yeah. This is a safe space, a judgment-free zone. And check out our Patreon. Um, but in Instagram, the meantime, Facebook. Do we say all that stuff? Instagram, Facebook, you know. Just go look for us. Just we're on whatever. there. God, we're of course there. we're on there. What do you think this is? It's Kinda 2019. Amateur hour? Yes. Okay. 2020. It's 2020. It's 2020! Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it's a new decade. God, y'all, please remember that you don't have to believe in any of this. No, no. You've been listening for the past, I don't know how long this thing is, and you probably know you shouldn't believe anything we say, but you do have to believe on yourself. Please believe all over yourself. All over. Bursting with paranormal flavor. Be bursting with belief on yourself. <laughs> First with belief in 2020. All right. Bye. Love you, bye.